0: Welcome back to Gems Podcast. I'm your host, Genesis Amaris Kemp. And with me today is Gavin Sakira. And here's a bit about Gavin. After generating various companies over 250 million revenue in sales and amassing over a decade of political expertise during his corporate career, Gavin was made redundant overnight. Today, Gavin's mission is all about empowering entrepreneurs to safely transition into their own business without risking their current job or income. Gavin is the author of Break Free from Corporate, Be Your Own Boss, which has sold hundreds of copies in over 52 bookstores across the country. He also speaks at regular events and runs a couple of successful mentoring programs helping everyday people build and implement their roadmap to freedom. Gavin enjoys exploring the great outdoors, spending quality time with family and friends, and staying fit through a healthy lifestyle via tennis and staying connected with his regular practice of karate. And without further ado, please welcome Gavin Sakura. We are really going to unpack the difference between visualizing, manifesting, and planning so you can have the optimal life you choose.
1: Thank you so much for that awesome introduction, Genesis. Uh, It's my absolute pleasure to be on your podcast. So thank you for having me.
0: My pleasure. So Gavin, before we dive into today's segment, I want to talk about your book a little bit. Break Free from Corporate, Be Your Own Boss, because definitely there was a transitionary period that you went through and some would say transitionary, other would say transformative. Can you talk about what it was like going through that season of your life and how it has helped you on the journey you're currently on?
1: Yeah, hundred percent. So the book you're talking about is this one over here. And to be honest, a lot of this stuff was in my head and I didn't know how to get it out there in In practical terms. And when I was in the corporate world, Genesis, um, I worked for large companies like IBM and Oracle, and these were large tech companies that are all over the world. And um, I I had a great career, you see, and things were really good. But uh, when I got to about my ninth or 10th year in there, so I spent about 12 years in the corporate world, I started to become a little bit disillusioned. Now, some of your audience might be going, "Yep, yeah, I know what he means." Because you know, you you chase the dollar, you chase the kind of hierarchy. You wanna you wanna get to the next level of management, all that kind of stuff. You climb the corporate ladder, but after a while, it you you, you need something else to motivate you. And I was losing that in the corporate world, and I I needed to find a way out, and I was stuck. I was, to be honest, I didn't really know what I was missing um the corporate world wasn't doing it for me i didn't like the political kind of uh you know all the all the politics involved i didn't like the unhealthy lifestyle because i was traveling a lot i was under a lot of stress i was in a senior sales management role it didn't matter what i achieved they wanted more and more and more and it was like squeezing every last drop out of me and you know i was traveling i was missing out on family events um and uh, at the end of the day i just i figured life is really short i need to figure out a way to live a happier lifestyle, a more healthier lifestyle. So I started a lot of personal development. I went to Tony Robbins. I walked on fire. I, you know, I did all those things. I walked on broken glass. I was trying to, I was trying to find this thing, this thing that would um, excite me, you know, and it took me on a journey and it took me on a different path. And I started. Uh, visualizing what would my life look like if I tried a different alternative lifestyle. And I guess that's a short introduction into how this book formed, but more um, how I got into a different way of life.
0: Yeah, and thank you for um, building up that and letting us know where you've been, because where you've been is part of the journey to where you are now, and just walking on fire, walking on uh, glass bottles, walking on fire—all of those things are like amazing. I was like, "Wow!" I'm not sure if you <laughs> saw my facial <laughs>
1: reaction
0: yes. there, and. It's so true of what you said about corporate because you could easily find yourself going through the emotions, doing the same old task over and over, and then you really don't feel complete. You feel like there's mm. something lacking, and oh. I, like, I can't tell you how many people are going through that, but they stay because the money is good, the benefits are good, and they don't know what else to do because if they step outside into the unknown. They're like, how am I going to provide for my family? Where are the benefits going to come from? And they ask themselves all of these questions. And before you know it, time has passed them by and they spent all of their time building up someone else's empire, someone else's legacy and brand that their vision and goals became stagnant. 100%
1: true. I mean, this is the thing, when we are so caught up in the day to day, we're just busy doing, you know, work for other people, we're busy building their dreams and their lifestyles, and we don't even realize it. And it wasn't until, you know, I had to take time out and take a break uh, from what I was doing when I stepped out and I went, where do I want to be in 10 years time? Do I want to be my boss? Do I want to be his boss or her boss? And I, the short answer was no because I looked at their lifestyle some of these guys had been divorced two or three times they hadn't met with their kids in several years they were living in you know different countries um, they had become corporate slaves like you know and I say that in a nice way they were successful they were really nice people but they'd given 90 percent of their life to the company and I just you know I had read enough at that point and you know I after, like I said, I did Tony Robbins and Dr. John D. Martini from The Secret. Uh, maybe you've come across that. You know, he talked about visualizing a, a healthier lifestyle and balancing other areas of your life, like relationships. You know, mine were pretty lousy. You know, I looked at my health. My health was on the decline. You know, I put on a lot of weight. I was um, I was moody. I wasn't. I was stressed a lot um and I didn't want to be that person you know and I was always comparing myself to the the person next door so I was competing with the Joneses and could I get to the next uh step on that corporate ladder and I guess at the end of the day I didn't like where things were heading and I had to make a change and fortunately for me uh Genesis uh this all happened around the uh, it was called the uh, the global financial crisis in 2007. So this is going back a little while, shows my age, and <laughs> I was made redundant. I was I was literally told, you and your team, and in fact another four almost 450 people in the company are being made redundant uh, over the next week, and we'd like to retain you though because you're a top performer, but you're going to go on half your salary and you're going to have to work here and. And I just said, you know what, this is, this is a, a sign from the universe that I've got to make a shift. And I had started a part-time business on the side, and it kind of really evolved from there. I just, I just said, you know what, I'm going to take this sign, and I'm going to move forward in a different direction. And that was 15 years ago.
0: And I'm glad that you took that sign from the universe, or people would say God, or whatever, yeah. and you exit stage left. And you really focus on the tools and resources that you already acquired and you build upon that. But it all started with you having a vision. If you didn't have a vision or a roadmap for where you wanted to go, you wouldn't be where you are now. And that brings us to this important segment of visualizing, manifesting, and planning. When you visualize something, then you're able to plan it. And whenever you're able to plan it, you go walk it out. And then you start to see how things start to fit together perfectly like a jigsaw puzzle. But in your words, I want you to talk about the visualization because you have to see it. And then once you see it, you have to believe it. So I think the belief part would be the manifesting. But then before you do all that, you have to at least plan. So there's that... um, sentiment I've heard that says, write the vision and make it plain. And for some of those of you who are religious or spiritual, I didn't come up with it. The Bible did it's Habakkuk two and two.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Now you're really that everything you said is, is so true. And, Again I'll I'll kind of break it down for your audience because this is how it made sense for me. So when I was in the corporate world, I was very good at planning and doing things for my for the corporate business, right? For um whoever I was working for because we had goals, we had plans, I had accountability to my management and you 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 would just tick things off and I always got things done and I'm like why am I not doing this in my own life? (laughs) You know, Um, you know, it's really funny. We do it for the company because we have to. But why do we not take those same principles into our own personal lives? And once I understood that concept, I started visualizing, okay, what, where do I want to be personally in my life for my relationships, for my health, for my finances, for all these other areas over the next three to five years? So this was my vision. And then I thought, okay, it's one thing to think it, but I'm going to write it down too. Because guess what? I do this at work. I might as well write this down in real life. So I got out my diary. Actually, I didn't get out a diary. I I did it on the computer. But you can do whichever works for you. And I wrote these things down. I typed them out. Yep, exactly. And then I did another thing. So I was taught this uh, through The Secret, through Tony Robbins, through uh, Jim Rohn, all of these great teachers to visualize each of these uh, different things. And I I created a dream board uh, or a vision board. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but they're very powerful concepts, Genesis. So I I like cutting and pasting. So I I would cut things out. I would stick it on a board. I'd take a little picture and I would put it on my desktop or put it on my study. I now have a digital copy on my desktop. So I look at it every single day and I know exactly where everything goes. Uh, what's important in my life, where am I heading over the next three to five years? And then I do the next step. The next step is, right, that's my vision for the next three to five years. How do I break it down? Because it's one thing to say, hey, this is where I want to be and my life looks amazing in the future over the rainbow, but how do I relate that back to the present, right? So three to five years is out in the future. And then I do, where do I want to be in the next 12 months? So 12 months from now. So that's next level down. And so that's my medium-term goal. So you have your long-term and then your medium-term. And that can be quite, you know, you can almost touch it, but it's still far enough that you can still work towards it. And then I do one step further, which is where do I want to be in the next 90 days? So I break down the 12 months into four lots of 90 days or three months or quarterly goals. So you see what I'm doing here. I'm, I've got a structured approach to my for my vision, which is long-term, medium-term, short-term. And if you do it this way, I'll tell you what happens. You you get alignment because quite often we, we find ourselves really busy working on stuff. We're so busy. We're not enough time in the day and we run out of time. And we're just doing things. where We're caught up in the middle of it. And the activities that we're doing today do not align with where we want to be in the future. And hey, guess what? No surprise that we don't end up you know, meeting our goals because they were never aligned. And so that's kind of the breakdown um, of, of what I do. And I teach people how to do this. And it's amazing. It's this little concept that can make massive impact on your, um, on your future plans and, and achieving them.
0: I like how you're doing your breakdown because it reminds me of the reverse engineering method. Start with the end in mind and work backwards. Or some people will start with having a smart goal and then build upwards. But whatever you're doing in your planning phase of your life, it has to have that alignment and you have to be um, creating those synergies because if one thing gets out of place, kind of like a train, if something gets off of the track, that train is not going to be able to continue smoothly down the course. So you have to see where are you headed. And, that, and if it helps you think about it this way, um, listeners and viewers, is think about whenever you pull out your phone and you go to use maps and you put in your final destination. In order to get to your final destination, Your GPS has to calculate certain coordinates, your starting point coordinate to your ending point coordinate, so it can navigate you how to get to your destination safely. And then there's going to be times where it says rerouting rerouting, (laughs) and those are the roadblocks and in this terms. We could like to call them distractions. Mm -hmm. So if it's not adding value to you, then put it as a roadblock and a distraction because it's taking you away from your planning. It's taking you away from your manifest manifesting, and it's taking you away from that visualization because it's causing you to retreat instead of, you know, pull up and pop out.
1: One hundred percent. And those roadblocks you're talking about, Genesis, that's life, right? So life will inevitably happen to all of us and you you cannot expect a perfect um sailing sort of harbor where you know the skies are blue and there's no winds and and life is going to throw all kinds of challenges and so it should because without those challenges how can we grow and so I like that you said the end in sight you need to know where you're heading even if you're going to change course uh, you know throughout the journey you need to have some sort of a final destination think about this way, you know, when we travel um, and we want to get on a plane, how is it possible that we we know exactly where that plane is going to land, you know, within, let's say, five to 10 minutes? They're pretty accurate these days. And it's going to tell you exactly where it's going to land at what time. You know, sometimes you look at the, the arrival time on, on your um, destination, it says 8, 12 p.m. It's like, how do they know this? <laughs> you know, and it is because. They know the final destination. They know where you're taking off. So your point A and your point B. And yes, we got to go over mountains. we got to go over rivers. we got to go over seas. we got to go through clouds and thunderstorms and all kinds of obstacles and challenges. But we can course correct. We can increase speed. We can slow down. We can go up. We can go down. So that's what a pilot does on the plane. But that's what we need to do in our own life. If we know where we're heading, we know and we should expect challenges along the way. Now, one thing I will sort of say to your viewers and your listeners is if you don't know how to navigate that course, get some help, get someone who can help you, who's been there and done it before. So someone like a mentor or a coach or someone that has at least done the journey before so they can say, hey, Genesis or Gavin, if you guys are going to take this trip, I recommend you put on a life vest or I recommend you, you know, you sit here or you do this or you you study this or you learn these skills so that in the event of this happening, you know what to do or, you know, talk to this person or partner up with that person or spend time in this area. And I think you'll just be so much better prepared for the journey.
0: Yes, and that's so true because whenever you partner with other people who have been where you are and have superseded it, they definitely can give you insider information and that scoop to protect you from making some of the same mistakes that they may have made. And I just want to go back to the visualization piece because you did mention, um, Vision boards and those are amazing. And for those of you who don't want to create a hard copy vision board, there is a program called Canva where you can make a electronic vision board. And we did that um, as a group of girlfriends. And now you put it out in front of you, or like Gavin mentioned, on your screensaver, and you have it out in front of you, where it's a constant reminder of the things that you are looking forward to. And as you begin. To meet some of those achievements, then challenge yourself to do another vision board so you have new goals to go after. Another thing that's um, also beneficial is a mind mapping session. Spend anywhere from five to 30 minutes alone in silence, pull out a journal or pull out your phone. But when you pull out your phone, because that's a distraction. Put your phone on do not disturb so those notifications don't take you off of your um, mind mapping session. And write down some of the goals you want you want to achieve. Write down some of the places you want to visit. Write down some of the people that you want to work with. So collaboration is not the new competition. Collaboration is a key to unlock some of those closed doors. And think about that to help you visualize where you are going. And through that visualization, you're also tapping into the planning phase.
1: One hundred percent. And one of the things I learned about visualization from Dr. John D. Martini is you need to involve all five of your senses. So you know we usually uh, hear things, we see things, we can touch things, we can feel things. So this a lot of different senses that we all embody. And the more uh, emotionally connected you can get to your vision and to your plan, the more likely that you are, a- you are able to achieve it. Because if we just simply write something down, you, you kind of believe it, but you don't see it. You know what I mean? Or sometimes you see it, but you don't believe it. And I love it when you can see something and it brings some sort of an emotion out in you. It's like, you know, when you go to a restaurant and you see a meal and your mouth starts to, you know, uh, um, water and you go, oh, my goodness, I'm getting so hungry because you are now experiencing some sensation. Or if you see a picture uh, of of a, a cute little puppy or something, I don't know, you might go, oh, how cute. Right. But it's it's a, it's enabling that emotion within you so that you can really identify with that visualization so if you're putting together a dream board or a vision board or you're trying to picture something that you want to achieve make sure that it resonates with you you know if, you know if you want to travel uh, and let's say you want to travel specifically to a country or a particular destination get a picture of that destination, don't just put a picture of a plane or a picture of like the world and because I've seen people do vision boards and they're very generic, now you need to make this specific to you, you know, if relationships are important, put something that identifies what type of relationship you want, now I'll give you a little heads up here, I, um, uh, about three, three years ago, almost three years ago, I met my now wife, right, and I, I, before I met her, I always said to myself, I'm going to meet this exotic person. (laughs) I don't know how it's going to happen, but I I pictured her, you know, um, and I I put a picture of someone that resembled her on my vision board. I I actually have a copy of this. And I, I did this three and a half years ago. And I said to myself, I will travel the world to find this person if I have to. And I never thought too much of it. Um, And I even said to myself, I'm going to travel for at least six months in the year, pre-COVID. This was in 2019. And I went around Asia and I traveled to different countries while I was growing my business. And on the sixth month, so in the very end of my journey, I bumped into my now wife. Uh, And she's from Australia. And we were both traveling in Singapore and we instantly connected and it was almost like we were meant to meet and the funny thing was she did a lot of manifesting work to to bring me into her life and she visualized certain things and I truly believe you know that God or the universe or someone was looking out to make this happen for us but we had to put things in place and so you know I can go into many other examples but it's not a coincidence You have to make it happen. So it's one thing to visualize, but then you got to take steps to make it happen. And I truly believe if I didn't go overseas and if I didn't do certain things, I I wouldn't have met her. And, again, visualization is such a powerful tool, but it's visualization plus action, and that equals results. Yeah?
0: And that is so beautiful. And throughout all of that, the silver lining was that you were intentional with the steps that you were taking in order for those results to be achieved, Gavin. And as we begin to wind down, I want you to leave the listeners and the viewers with some tips to help them walk through visualization, manifestation, and planning.
1: Right, so you know, if you've never uh, been familiar with some of these terms, I would recommend uh, reading a book called *The Secret* or watching uh, watching something on YouTube. You know, Bob Proctor and Dr. John T. Martini and all of these other great authors and scholars talk about this concept called the Law of Attraction. Right. So if you put something out there and the intention is to attract that, what do you need to do? What are the steps you need to do to attract that? So one of them would be to write down certain goals. Another might be to uh, visualize it and put pictures in place or even like Genesis said, go on Canva and create some online um, kind of, you know, graphs or or, or or dream boards or vision boards and have that all over the place. Because the more often you see it, you, you start to ingrain that into your um, thinking. And so I see my vision board at least 100 times a day. If, if it right now got erased from my computer and my life, I could recreate it in about two, two minutes. I know where everything goes. It's like it's in here and it's in here, right? So the next tip I would give you is whatever you decide to put on your vision board, I would say, see that it it has some sort of a, an emotional connection to you. So um, find a picture, find some words, find some, a phrase that really triggers an emotional connection with you so that you can identify with it. It's unique to you. And then if you're comfortable with it, take your time. This doesn't need to be done in five minutes. It could take a week. It doesn't matter. It's your vision for your life. Take all the time you need, right? And again, once you've done it, revisit it in six months, Revisit it in 12 months. See if anything's changed. Make sure that the vision has goals that are aligned to your 12 months, your medium term, your short term, and even the activities you do on a daily, weekly basis. Make sure that they align to your goals. If they don't align, you got a question, are you doing the right activities? Are you in the right place? Are you talking to the right people? So they would be the tips I would recommend to your viewers um, and your listeners on making sure that the visualization and manifestation works for you.
0: Absolutely. And thank you so much for sharing those amazing tips. And Gavin, what is your call to action for the listeners and the viewers to just really help them jumpstart their journey and be so intentional that it's ingrained in them, just like your vision board is ingrained in you?
1: Right. So as you said, Genesis, right at the very beginning, you know, my business is called Break Free from Corporate, Be Your Own Boss now it's not about starting a business necessarily, but it's about being your own boss. What does that mean? It means being in charge of your life. So how do you do that? Start with the intention. We have a free resource that people can go and download. It's an ebook. It's a PDF document. It'll take 20 minutes to read. And it's called the eight bulletproof ways to escape your nine to five without risking your income. Now, uh, I've had over 400,000 people download this. Uh, It must have some good tips in it. And I would highly recommend someone to just have a read. Um, You can get that from my website or you can go to my LinkedIn. Um, There's plenty of links there on how to get this. But once you've done that, we invite you to have a chat. You know, if you feel you want to reach out, I'm very open. My team's open. Just write to us and say, hey, you know, we came across you on on Genesis podcast and um, we wanted to ask you a question and, and I'm happy to share with you. And if that gets you on the right path, then your life could be very, very exciting moving forward.
0: And Gavin, please share your website information and where you hang out on social media.
1: 100%. So, probably the best place I would say would be LinkedIn. Okay. So LinkedIn um, only because I connect with a lot of professionals through that site. Uh, I'm also on Facebook. I'm also on Instagram and all. I'm not that big on there. Uh, Not yet. I haven't got the looks, but um, you know, LinkedIn would be my number one place, but my website is called breakfreefromcorporate.com. Nice and easy. Go there, connect with us. Uh, or just send us a message on LinkedIn or any other uh, social media, and you know, happy to uh, happy to have a chat.
0: And there you have it, listeners and viewers of Gem's podcast. You just heard Gavin Sakira, and all of his contact information will be in the show notes below. So read, 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 and connect you never know how one connection can change the trajectory of your life. Make sure you subscribe and share this segment. We're on 40 plus platforms and follow us on YouTube at Gems with Genesis Amaris Kemp for all things video content. Remember, Sometimes it just starts with a vision, and it takes you to ignite that vision in order for you to be living the life of your dreams. Stop living in the shadows of other people and start realizing that you matter and you are a masterpiece. You were created for a purpose, and you have something amazing to offer. When you know who you are, you're not going to fall victim to what everyone else wants you to be because you're comfortable in your own skin. So until we chat next time, peace, love, and lots of blessings. Have yourself an amazing day. Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, K-E-M-P at gmail.com where your brand, your swag, your services can be here on GEMS Podcast.